There's a privacy about winter, which no other season gives you. In spring, summer, and fall, people have an open season on each other. Only in the winter, in the country, can you have longer, quiet stretches when you can savor belonging to yourself. From Master Gardener Ruth Stout, 1884-1980. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. Now, this is the Almanac for January 28th to February 4th, 2011. It's the new snow moon coming up. Here's some calendar events for this quarter moon. February 1st is St. Bridget's Day. Bridget was a bold and powerful woman, perhaps named after the Celtic goddess. She's a patron of Ireland. She was ordained and served as head of an abbey, perhaps even a bishop, back before the Celtic church was Romanized and women were driven down. February 1st is also Imbach, one of the Celtic cross-quarter days, halfway between solstice and equinox. <clears throat> and that uh, explains why February 2nd is called Candlemas Day on the church calendar on Groundhog Day in the United States. On this day, according to ancient custom, we should have half our wood and half our hay. And February 6th is Ronald Reagan's 100th birthday. Here are some natural and unnatural events. Knowing that in midwinter anyone could get confused about how cold it really is, what with Fahrenheit, centigrade, Kelvin, wind chill factor, and so forth, we've adapted for you the following main winter temperature conversion table so that you can understand how cold it really is. Here it is. 32 degrees Fahrenheit, distilled water freezes, Moosehead Lake drops from its high of 33 degrees Fahrenheit last summer. 20 degrees Fahrenheit, Alabamans don thermal underwear, coats, boots, gloves, and hats. Mainers slip flannel shirts over their tees, but don't button them up yet. Zero degrees Fahrenheit, Floridians freeze to death. Mainers close their storm windows. Minus 10 degrees Fahrenheit, thousands of Arizonans migrate to Mexico, climbing over the wall to get in, and Maine Girl Scouts sell cookies door to door. Minus 25 Fahrenheit, Las Vegas shatters into billions of glittering little shards. Mainers rummage around in the back of the closet for winter coats. Minus 40 degrees Fahrenheit, Washington, D.C. runs out of hot air at last, and Mainers let the dogs sleep indoors. Minus 100 degrees Fahrenheit, antifreeze freezes and must be eaten with a spoon. Minus 460 degrees Fahrenheit, absolute zero. Most molecular motion stops. Mainers meeting at the post office start saying, cold enough for you? Minus 500 degrees Fahrenheit, Hell freezes over, 
Barney Frank and Ann Coulter are wed at the National Cathedral in Mainers eat tofu. Now here's a field and forest report. Walking in the fields, we're seeing fewer deer tracks in the deep snow, but many from tiny wild mammals. Are they pine mice, meadow mice, shrews, voles? Some of the tracks show only the mark of a little round body plopping into the snow with the thin line of a naked tail behind it. Others show the small front feet like two dots, followed by the longer back feet. Due to their low body mass, these mini mammals need mega food to survive in the bitter cold, and we're seeing desperation in their meandering trails, punctuating the pallid page of winter. And what food do they possibly find during these dreadful days? And yet, they survive. A mouse is miracle enough, wrote Walt Whitman, to stagger sextillions of infidels. Here's a saltwater report. Draggers in Cobbs Cook Bay hauled up human remains this past week, a grim reminder that those cold waters are deadly. Our hearts go out to the families of fishermen lost out there never to return. And finally, here are a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you. The first from Pilgrim Father William Bradford. And for the season, it was winter. And they that know the winters of that country know them to be sharp and violent and subject to cruel and fierce storms. And from Patrick Young, the trouble with weather forecasting is that it's right too often for us to ignore and wrong too often for us to rely on it. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>